not going to say it this time. And we're your meta psychics. If you guys are new to the podcast, I'm Liv. This is Em. Em, say hi. You're a towel. And we are psychic mediums, so. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about numerology. If you don't know or you're new to the podcast, we're your meta psychics, your sidekicks to all things metaphysical. And as psychic mediums, we egotistically feel endowed to educate the masses on everything metaphysical in a dad joke inducing comedy filled. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Comedy filled way because. Most things that are metaphysical are very serious. And when I say serious, I need you to envision Mr. Bean looking serious, but with like the thickest, most penciled in eyebrows you've ever seen. Like the Sandman's eyebrows. Jesus. But (laughs) the reason why we're doing numerology is actually we had a reading the other day. And after the reading, Liv was like, I'm being told that you should research numerology because it's on tarot cards. And I feel like that will help your readings. And I look at her and I was like, that's how I learned to read tarot cards. And then later that week, she was like, I really feel like we need to research numerology. I feel like I'm being told to do that. So now we're doing numerology. You excited? Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I'm a mental medium and M is also a mental medium. However, she started out or discovered that she was a medium not only through starting our business, Metapsychics, but through starting tarot because I was doing readings for our business and she was like, I don't need to be a psychic medium to do tarot because you don't have to be a psychic medium to do tarot or a psychic, which is true. And she's like, I need to help. And one of the easiest ways to, or the fastest ways to learn tarot is to learn what the numbers mean within tarot and then equate it to the rest of the symbols within the cards. Which I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. So when she told me that, I was like, yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea. And then I had the great idea to do numerology because it's been a while since we've done like a this is how you learn how to do this type podcast thing. And I will have you know, when we did the video, there is a man here that is telling us about numerology as well. <laughs> Which is on point with every other video. We have some sort of spiritual guide that pops in to be like, you two girls know nothing. Let He's me help you because you're dumb. Very clear cognizant. He's very clear thoughts. Mm-hmm. He's also very nice. Do you know what he looks like or you don't see him? Because he tells me that he's like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> uh, that is not at all how I would perceive okay. him. However, I don't think what he looks like matters because I don't really see he him. he shows me pennies. As a clairvoyant. What? I don't know. Maybe that's who that's on, on the penny, right? I'm yeah. I'm really bad at that. Maybe you're talking thing. to some little like fairy sprite thing. Oh, no. They he's leave a pennies full, places. Full ass man. He's not, not fairy. Not just a man. A full ass man. Full ass man. oh god all right i am going to tell you guys about numerology since m knows about numerology and it's my turn to research stuff. well i only know about numerology relating to tarot cards and Ah. we're talking about a different kind of numerology yes and with that being said thank you for the beautiful segu there are four types of numerology some people said there was two some people said there were three but i found four So I'm going to go with that because no one gets left out. Ohana means family. Anyways, the first type of numerology is called Chaldean. The second is Kabbalah. The third is Tamil. And the fourth is Western, also known as Pythagorean numerology. And in this edition of Numerology with your Metapsychics, we're going to be covering Chaldean because I didn't have time to do all four. 
And uh, Chaldean apparently is the OG of the numerologies. And uh, that's that's what we're going to do here, folks. So, so sit th- tight. So are the other numerologies based upon this kind or not so much? I believe Pythagorean or Western numerology is, but I cannot confidently say anything about right. Kabbalah or Tamil because so I know... research those? No. <laughs> I think one of them is like Indian numerology. Ah. And then the other one, I'm not sure if it's Indian or something else. Makes sense. But Chaldean is kind of close to India, but I'm sure if people that are from the Mesopotamia, Babylon area of the Middle East will be like, that is not even close because their perception of boundaries is different than ours in the States because we have an entire continent basically that we all think is our own. Whereas that's different when you live other places. What? Yeah. I was talking to Max, my friend Max in Germany. And he's like, oh, It blew his mind when he came here that you could literally go to a different state. And he's like, if we drove as far as we just did today to get to like this state that we're in, I would be in France. (laughs) Wouldn't that be the reason why they're called states and not countries? Yes. Unless you were a part of like the old South and you wanted to get rid of the union and Texas (laughs) wanted to be its own country. So Jesus. (laughs) American history. (laughs) Americans' perception of boundaries is very different. You can take that in a literal and comical way. Both is fine. So we're going to be talking about Chaldean numerology today. If you don't know what numerology is at all, we should probably start with its definition. I wrote that its normal one, aka normal definition, is the study of numbers as the figures designating the years of one's birth to determine the supposed influence on one's life, future, etc. So is that just for... What was the kind of m- numerology we're doing? This is just the un- like the word numerology itself, ah. how it is associated. So I think it's weird that it associates it to your birthday when I feel like it's more a an association with numbers themselves. Interesting. Well, the next thing was it expanded upon the definition of numerology, and it says that numerology shares similarities with astrology in that it provides information on who you are, what your tendencies and desires are, and the overall characteristics of your life's path. Great. So do with that what you will. Now, the funny one, I'm, M didn't find it as funny as I did at like the middle of the night last night while Mm. my fiance was Well, I mean, what I find funny is the word pudding, not something that is like has any thought put into it at all. (laughs) I just thought that this definition of numerology was slightly snarky and I appreciated it and it made me giggle. it is. It's the difference between someone that believes in a numerology and someone that does not. (laughs) I don't know. I think the first definition was pretty just like neutral, you know? Because when we try to teach people about things, we do it from a neutral standpoint and then we either bash or go for it. But This one, I just feel like went straight for the throat. (laughs) And it says, and I quoted it as being silly, the branch of knowledge that deals with the occult significance of numbers. Yeah. And I had to look up what occult meant because I thought it meant like a cult of people. Anyways, apparently occult means supernatural, mystical, magical powers or phenomena. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was hilarious. (laughs) The supposed branch of knowledge. Oh, I thought it was great. I really liked it. It made me giggle. Uh, now, let's talk about the history of numerology in and of itself. 
I found like four or five different sources on different websites. It's kind of hard to find reliable sources when you're researching something what called- What do you mean? Numerology. <laughs> I could not find a .org or .edu on any sort of numerology. Well, I also feel like there's different interpretations of numerology. So. I think I should just start Google scholaring all of the things instead. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'll do that next time. I'll let you guys know what numerology. Scientif- scientific research of numerology. That'd be so funny. Jesus. Anyways, on the dot coms that I found, the history of numerology of itself, not just Chaldean, but numerology. I wrote specifically because I wanted to make it clear that it was a little hard depending on the source I was reading. What I came to the conclusion of is the history of numerology, opinions differ. However, Many present numerologists, and when I say present, I'm talking about Western numerologists, believed the practices and principles of numerology have been traced back to at least 500 BC. This is when Greek mathematician and philosopher Pythagoras began expanding upon a theory he discovered with a relationship existing between numbers and music tones. So Pythagoras's birthday is like 569 BC or something. Could you imagine having 569 on your freaking birthday candles? What do you mean? I don't know. For whatever reason, my ADHD brain goes, you don't put how old someone is on a birthday. You put the year that they were born on the birthday cake. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> I was thinking like 569 BC and like those cute little candles. It's you a get 2419 like, or what is it? 2319? Yeah, that. What's a 2319? I don't know. We're talking about numbers. <laughs> but since we're talking about chaldean numerology chaldean numerology dates back way before 500 bc so i guess the present numerologists of the western area that what is it when you do something practice oh practice (laughs) western or pythagorean numerology would say that he's the the birther of number numberology we'll do that numberology numberology wombology Wom- thank the you study of wombo i'm really glad that you said that <laughs> well it's one of those buttons that you push because i'm brainwashed by spongebob as we both are <laughs> continuing on so chaldean numerology is one of the oldest forms and it was discovered in ancient babylon so I guess Chaldea was an actual place by Babylon, Mesopotamia, and like Assyria, I guess. But between histories, it just kind of got like into everything else. And I really what hope was that? that was a noise oh. to represent the word of being swallowed up. Yes. Okay. Absorption. That was my word. <laughs> my sound for absorption. Got you. <laughs> We'll have to see what it sounds like later. Anyways. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's where Chaldean numerology came from. And unlike in the Western system of Pythagorean numerology, where alphabet determines calculations, Chaldean numerology is based on the vibrations each letter used in your name uh, emits. So it's based on a principle that the universe is built by vibrations that exist on different frequencies and... That each person has a destiny that is strictly unavoidable. So do the numbers... Okay, wait. The letters, are they equated to numbers? Because you're saying they're equated to frequencies. Yes. And the frequencies are equated to numbers. Yeah. 
Which is interesting that Pythagoras on literally a long journey away from Chaldea was like, it's really hot outside and I'm a Greek philosopher. It's always really hot. And mathematician. So I like music and I think that numbers can be associated with music because music is a frequency. <laughs> music notes emit frequencies. So I think it's interesting that he had the same type of thing just across a different pond. Interesting. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, um, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Well, everything is a frequency. Exactly. That's one of the reasons I picked Chaldean numerology for our first numerology podcast extravaganza video extraordinaire. <laughs> because we talk about as mediums that the only thing we're talking to when we're speaking to souls or spiritual beings is energy in and of itself. Because energy exists at different frequencies, which dictate its physicality or lack thereof within the universe or earth and its ability to speak to us. You know, that's what we do as mediums. So these people are doing the same thing. Chaldeans are doing the same thing, but with numbers kind of, they're like, this frequency makes us feel this way. So we're going to put it to this number, which will help equate things spiritually. Hmm. Same, same, but different. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little interesting, but like I said, it's based on your name and the vibrations. And I just personally was drawn more to the idea of its vibrations than anything else. However, the thing that I personally disagree with, since we mentioned how we like to say things unbiasedly and then either slash and bash it or go for it. I don't know how much I believe about the whole like considered to be a person's destiny that is strictly unavoidable. But Em likes that. What are a you little talking bit more about? than I do. That the Chaldean numerology is built on the principles of the universe being emitted on different frequencies, but that each person has a destiny that is strictly unavoidable. That's the thing that I, I don't know how I feel about unavoidable destinies and that like everything's set in stone. Well, I don't think everything is set in stone. Because we're not made of stone? No, because we have free will. So what I think people believe about like astrology and numerology it would be like those are the like story elements of a video game. So if you're doing a video game, you have the ability to scour the map if you so choose. However, if you want to continue moving forward within the game, you have to hit specific checkpoints within the story plot. So you think the checkpoints are the same no matter how what path you go to get there? Yes, I feel like there are things that my spirit guides equate it to being written. So it will look like a decision. However, there is not another option. You make one decision based upon this thing that comes up. Like when I'm talking to my mother and I tell her I'm really like I love dad, but if you would have gotten married to this other guy, I probably would have been prettier and less hairy because you <laughs> literally married and decided to have children with the missing link. And she goes, well, then I wouldn't have you. And I was like, that is a load of malarkey. You would still have my shitty soul. I would just look better. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like these written things are based upon your astrology. So like people talk about your Saturn return coming and it your Saturn return is within a specific, I don't know, sign. And that says how you're going to destroy or relearn, reevaluate things within your life during that year. Oh, yeah. Because I talked about this in the video about how. There's a disconnection between your two numbers that yeah. like is you, like your yeah. midlife crisis. And you're like, oh, so like a Saturn return. Like you numerology. have numerology. You have the free will of 
figuring out how to deal with that, but it's still going to be dealt to you. Mm. Like the universe is going to put things in your way in order for you to figure out how to handle them, which is why there are predestined things that are going to happen. But what makes it different is the fact that you have free will and you can choose how to deal with it. Cool beans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you were saying something about um, your birth name and your given name. Yeah, that's the other thing that I like about Chaldean numerology is Chaldean numerology takes into consideration your name. First, middle, last. If you don't have a middle, that's fine. If you don't have a last name, that's fine. Whatever it is. But it takes into consideration your name. And they specified that your name should be used, the one that you use to calculate your numbers, should be the one that you most identify with. So if you have the name Olivia, like me, however you most identify with the name Liv, then you would use your name Liv, not Olivia. If you are trans or something else and you have a dead name, you don't have to use your dead name for numerology. You can use whatever it is that you feel is your actual name for your Chaldean numerology reading. However, one of the reasons I didn't want to cover Pythagorean in this episode is because Pythagorean believes that in that sense of numerology, you have to use your given name, which I don't I don't agree with, but whatever. It's mm-hmm. fine. Chaldean numerology takes into account the name you most identify with because such as your destiny is strictly unavoidable, the name that you affiliate as linking to your soul and your physical body and who you are is more important as well as if you get married and then you change your name. So your name at the you know, pre-marriage, if you decide to change your name or add on a name to your last name, will be different for that time of your life. However, once you change your name, your life after that is going to be a little bit different. So what she's saying is it was predestined for you to change your name, which is why this type of numerology takes that into consideration into you being able to use your not necessarily given name, but the name that you are most referred to as yeah, but with other numerologies, it's not just your name. It's also your birth date. And I don't entirely know for sure. However, I have an inkling that Pythagorean inkling. numerology has you use the month, like the the number of the month that you're born, plus the day that you were born, plus the year that you were born to calculate your numbers. However, in Chaldean numerology, month and year don't matter. It's just the day of the month which you were born on. So for M, it's the 26th, and for me, it's the 24th. So those numbers are important too. So the numbers that you calculate in Chaldean numerology based on your name are going to be used to express or understand the characteristics that your physical body within this world attribute. So whatever it is that people see you as or how you act on in the physical world, that is what your name is going to give you an understanding of. However, the date that you were born in Chaldean numerology is going to be represented of your soul's purpose. So M said this is called a life path number. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it just your birth date is your life? Just your birth date. Then what is the uh, number from your name? It's just your physical characteristic. They oh, got you. They specified that there's two parts that make up who you are. Your physical body and how it interacts with the world, which would be your name because it's given to you physically 
mm-hmm. to use in the physical world. So it acts upon those things and it's how people perceive you. But then your birth date number, they said is like your compass number or your life life's path number. And it is equated to your higher self. It is something your higher self gave to you and it is unchangeable, unmoving. You cannot change your birth date because God, spirit, and your higher self chose that day for you to be born. So it is unchangeable. That is the one thing about Chaldean numerology that cannot be changed. Gotcha. And it's supposed to be representative of your higher self. Now, this is your soul's purpose within life. It is what you are supposed to do because before you incarnated, your soul said, these are the things that we're going to do. This is the effect we're going to have on the world as a soul, which is cool. And that's why it doesn't change. Makes sense. I know, right? (laughs) Isn't that cute? It's interesting. I think it's adorable. (laughs) Well, we should do our uh, compass number for our business. It's 21, in case you wanted to know. 21! 12, 21. So then it would be a three. So three? Mm -hmm. Got you. All right. Remember that, because I'll forget it. I will. (laughs) So, more on to the rules, how to, and things like that of Chaldean numerology. I explain the names and your birth date, your compass number, life path number, whatever you want to call it, higher self number. And then your people number, the the meat sack number, Physical if you will. number. <laughs> I really love when people on the internet call us out and are like, so you're talking about this. But when they're telling me a story, they refer to themselves as a meat sack. Yeah. Well, I've had that a couple of times and I'm just, it like throws me off for a second, but now I'm, kinda, now I'm kind of into it because the, I feel like people that use the word meat sack to describe themselves or their physical existence, like wholeheartedly understand the non-importance of physical existence. Well, I'm not a meat sack. I'm a towel. <laughs> Welcome to the bed, bath, no, and you're beyond. A towel. Hotman. How may we help you? Hotman. Talman. Talman. <laughs> if you know what we're talking about. You're a patron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you our BFFs? <laughs> Anyways, so that people don't feel left out, if you want to join Patreon, do so. There will be a link in the show notes. But back to the rules and how-to of Chaldean numerology. Unlike other numerology, although I don't know, I think in other numerology, nine is still sacred and it only goes one to nine. But anyways, there are two well, different types of numbers that you can get. If you wanted to know in tarot, nine is like, Almost like wish come true because it's the number before completion because 10 is completion. You're my 10. I'm completion. Fulfillment. That's what 10s mean. It is like the end of a cycle. Tens so maybe I'm board. a 9 because it's almost at the end of the cycle. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> She's just looking at me weird. <laughs> I just like to shove my heart eyes into yeah, M's She's just third trying, eye. trying her hardest to uh, grow her third heart eye in the middle of her forehead. She says that when I get drunk, I have heart eyes. She gets very lovey-dovey, and uh, when she does get drunk, she literally opens her third eye, except it's not a normal eye. It's a heart eye, like an anime. <laughs> uh, so, in Chaldean, Chaldean numerology... The numbers are split into two categories. You have single numbers, which is one through eight. And then you have compound or double numbers, which are 10 through 52. One through eight is super cool. And each of them have their own meaning. However, you're like, what? What is one through eight? And why does it only go up to 52? And if you didn't know that, I'm glad I could narrate a question that you should be asking. So nine is omitted due to its sacredness. 
You're welcome. That's all I'm going to say. When I see the number nine, when they were explaining this to me last night, I see the number nine as like golden, which is interesting. You know, it's the golden child of numbers. I don't really care for the number nine. I like the number two, four, 24, and 72. But that's beside (laughs) the point. If your name totals to the number nine, I wrote, cool. (laughs) You're a cool person. You got a sacred number, and it's uh, good for you. Apparently, that's what my M is. When I get referred to as M on the internet. You're ruining it. I know. You're ruining my plans. But this, this man is telling me more about it. Good. You have a conversation with him while I talk more about numbers. <laughs> so now you got the compound or double numbers, 10 through 52. And like I said, you're probably wondering, why does it only go to 52? It's because the Chaldeans were like, there's 52 weeks in a year. You ain't got to worry about anything past that. So then they just stopped. So there you go. That's why it goes 1 to 52 and 9 isn't in there. And we were asking about 0 and the man that's been explaining things to M uh, is like, 0 doesn't mean anything. It's a 0. Nothing started or ended. Yeah, it wouldn't be life if you didn't have a number that wasn't 0. It's like starting. I don't know how to explain it. It's literally just nothing. I don't know. I see a 0 as infinite time and it deals outside of the realm of physical existence because it's time itself it doesn't matter yeah yeah we're trying to (laughs) quantify time and zero doesn't do that yeah exactly this is how if you want to get a pen and paper how to write out the chaldean numerology numbers so that you can uh, figure out what numbers the letters of your name are so we're gonna go one through eight in a row And then we're going to do columns down the bottom. So for the first row, which will be the numbers, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Because it's one through eight, remember? Okay. Em doesn't like when I spell things, so this is basically spelling things. So she's basically making me relive my nightmare. Yeah, but people on the internet want to know how to do this, and there's not a picture for the podcast, so I got to tell them the pictures verbally. Okay, go on. (laughs) All right, you guys got the column left to, or the row left to right, which is the numbers one through eight. Now, we're going to start with number one, and you're going to write these letters underneath it in a column. So the number one is associated with the letters A, L, J, Q, and Y. You are explaining this so badly. What? No, I'm not. Just write out the alphabet in your columns. From left to right. And then when you run out of columns, go to the next line. No, it doesn't do that. I know you think it does because the first four letters do, but your brain can't make that because it's not a pattern. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I Don't do that. <laughs> can't see it through your mic. That's that's probably um, true. So one through eight, left to right, we did the first column, which is the letters that are associated with the number one, which is A for Apple, I for Igloo, J for Jackie, Q for Quentin, Y for Yodel. If anybody can Yodel, I really hope you do so now. My heart will hear it. So number the letters that are associated with the number two are B, K, and R. So Burger King, no. Krispy Kreme, <laughs> no. Roger. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> now we're at to number three. The letters associated with number three are C, G, L, and S. So 
Cat. Just look it up. Ghouls. You'll be able to see a picture. Larry. It's better than this. Susan. Being spelled at. <laughs> now we got four. The letters associated with the number four are DMT. I think that's a drug, but we're going to go on past this. Because I don't know that much about drugs because I'm a brown loser. <laughs> All right. D for David. M for uh, Malake. T for, uh, I don't know, taco. Jesus. Now, number five. Are you guys ready? Are you, are you scribbling this down? I really hope so. They're probably just looking it up on the internet. <laughs> no! I'm more cooler than the internet. I even but typed it, it out a, like the picture. It is a lot quicker. All right. So the letters associated with number five are E, H, N, and X. So I don't know. Elon Musk, Harry Potter, Ninjutsu, X-Ray. Wow. Xylophone. Wow. <laughs> Two X's. Uh, some people think that xylophone is spelled with a Z, so I like to use it sometimes because it's fun. <laughs> All right. The number six, the letters associated with number six, U, V, W. I don't know. Ukulele, vitriola, wumbo. Now we got number seven. The letters associated with number seven are O for Olivia. And then he got Z for like, I don't know, zebra, Zeta, Zelda. Zuko. Zuko, Hotman. <laughs> Hotman. And then number eight. The letters associated with number eight are E and P. Nope. F and P. Sorry, I'm blind, guys. She can't read her computer screen that is literally in front of her. So we got number eight is associated with F for flubber and P for potato. <laughs> cool beans. All right, you guys got it? Cool, 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 cool. Now. In order to calculate the numbers for your name, which would represent your physical characteristic or outward experience towards other in the physical world, so the way your meat sack is perceived, is going to be taking each number associated with the letter of your name. So for Emily, because that's her her full name, Emily. What? <laughs> that's my full name. The numbers would be 54131, and that totals to the number 14. Then her last name, which I'm not going to tell you. You can uh, if you want to. Equate to the numbers 321552, and those equal the number 23. Now, if we did your middle name, we'd have to do that differently. <laughs> but it would be the same thing. So for her name, if we do first and last, is going to be the number 14 and the number 23, which is cool. But <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. know we already just did a lot of math. But you're going to take that 14 and that 23 and you're going to break it down. So 14 plus 23 equals 37. Okay. Now you take 37 and you break it into two numbers. But isn't 37 within 52? It is. However, you're supposed to break it down again. You're supposed to take the number 3 and the number 7. And that makes 10. So for your given name without its middle name... You have the physical meat sack number of number 10. So the compound number 10 is considered to be a favorable number. A number 10 person has a high likelihood of achieving name and honor in life. You are symbolized as the wheel of fortune, as you said, with uh, your tarot cards. And it is a number of honor, of faith, of self-confidence, and the rise and fall. One's name will be known for good or evil according to their desires. And it is a fortunate number in the sense that your plans are likely to be carried out which is cool but 
I don't know. I did some other numbers too because it's uh it's weird. Let's do your birthday number, which is twenty six. So if we break down 26 into 2 plus 6, you get 8. And uh, number 8 means that the individual is highly determined, ambitious, and money-minded. So I also wasn't entirely sure on the interwebs that I found if you were supposed to break down the numbers again, like we did for your name with 37 being a split of 3 and 7 to make 10. So I gave you 26 too. (laughs) So if we just use your life path number or your birth date number of 26, it says those with number 26 run the danger of being hurt by close associates in life. So one should be very careful when taking advice from others. This number is full of the gravest warnings for the future. It foreshadows disaster brought by association with others, ruined by bad speculation, partnerships, unions, and bad advice. If it comes out in the connection with future events, one should carefully consider the path they are treading. This man says I'm both of those things. <laughs> Probably. That's why I tried to look up, you know, all of the numbers. Yeah, he's like, that determination is the one that makes bombs happen and makes everything blow up in your life. You're welcome, little Aries. Uh, well, good for you. I also did your name, Emily, which is number 14. About- <laughs> so if we didn't break down 14 or didn't add it to 23, number 14 says, this is a favorable number in terms of money and business deals. (laughs) Favorable? Sorry. (laughs) 14 for your first name. Mm -hmm. This is a favorable number in terms of money and business deals. That said, one should act with caution or else one might face severe losses in life. That's definitely not me. (laughs) This is a number of movement, combination of people and things, and danger from natural forces such as tempests, water, air, or fire. This number is fortunate for dealings with money, speculations, and changes in business, but there is always a strong element of risk and danger attached to it, but generally owing to the actions of the foolhardiness of others. If this number comes out in the calculation of future events, the person should be warned to act with caution and prudence. Do you like my announcer voice? (laughs) (laughs) This man thinks it's funny. Oh, I hope so. I think (laughs) it's funny. This is how I read things in my head at work to make sure that it's more fun. She also reads them out loud as well. Yeah, but I don't do... By yourself, out loud. Well, I don't use a voice with that one because people can hear me. All right, so let's move on to number 37. Oh, wait, we have to do 23. So 23 is your last name. So Mm -hmm. for your given last name or what is it, maiden last name? given last name. My maiden. Like I'm married. Maiden maiden last name. That's going to be my last name forever. You do realize that, right? Unless you marry me. I am not changing my last name. Just imagine my name with your last name. I would wear it proudly. (laughs) You mean you would wear my last name proudly? Uh, I do wear the pants in this relationship. No. No. They jingle. Jesus. (laughs) All right. Your last name itself is 23. And it says, this number is called the Royal Star of the Lion. It is a promise of success, help from superiors, and protection from those in high places. In dealing with future events, it is a most fortunate number and a promise of success of one's plans. This is a lucky number where you will always receive timely help and support from life. So your chances of succeeding in life is also high. Wow. Yeah, it's really cute. But, um... 37. This number has a distinct potency of its own. Sorry, potency makes me think about, like, perfumes or something. 
Wow. <laughs> it is a number of good and fortunate friendships and love and in combinations connected with the opposite sex. Oh, wah, oh, wah. It is Gross. also good. <laughs> it is also good for partnerships of all kinds. It is a fortunate indication if it appears in connection with future events. According to Chaldean numerology, this number is good for a person on three different fronts: love, friendship, and moolah. If you don't know what moolah is, it's money. Duckets, deadheads, whatever you want to call them. I feel like the first one that you gave me, where you combined all of them, made more sense for me than the others. Hmm. Also, well, I feel like they all deal with money. Let's see what 26 is. Instead of breaking down your birth date into eight, which is a uh, ruin. <laughs> let's see what 26 is. I might have put it in here somewhere. Mm, and if I didn't, I'll find it really quick. Cool. Let me see if I can find it. Give me one. Give me a second. A second. Bop, bop, ba da boop, bop, beat up, skiddly pop, wop, or wow. I wish I could beatbox. If I could beatbox, I'd close my mind. I would never shut up. That's probably why I don't. Because the world knows it would be bad for everyone involved. All right, 26. Is that what I'm looking up? I got too many things. Yeah, 26. So instead of doing two plus six is eight. 26. Oh, this is why I left it out. <laughs> it uh -oh. says 26. This number is full of the gravest warnings for the future. Oh, it yeah, foreshadows disasters. Did I? I feel like you did. Maybe I was just really close to another one. Didn't I just oh, tell you that no, I, I blew did. everything up? Yeah. Nope. Yep. You're right. Mm -hmm. No, I don't even listen to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Although, one of the things I do want to point out is. With Chaldean numerology, they say, you know, use the name that you like the most, not just your given name. So if you got like a cool nickname, good for you. It well, also works. I thought it says what you were be like what you are referred to as the most. Or what you identify the most as too. Yeah. So I feel like if somebody calls you by your dead name, that's how you're going to be in their life. <laughs> oh, that would make sense. Yeah. So if you're going to be disrespectful and not, you know, step into somebody's Especially because you identity. Ex explained it as your actions outwardly as a physical human being. It's the physical characteristics. And how other people see you. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone wants to do that and you don't like them, I would just be like, yeah, sure. Use my dead name. See what happens. <laughs> mm. um, however... You can also use your name that you associate with yourself as in a business aspect. So, like, Em and I have our stage names. <laughs> I like how she uses the word stage. Stage names. Oh, wah, oh, wah, wah. Those are she, my uh, burlesque noises. <laughs> she told me the one day that we're going to go by Em and Liv because I need an alter ego for the internet. Well, yeah, because we talk about weird stuff. So I so thought it, I really an alter ego. don't actually go by live in real life at all. It is a nickname that choice people call me of their choice fruition. I call her live, but only because now I call her live all the time. It's And I call you M all the time because we do it in the videos. So, you yeah. know, only a couple people have ever called me Olive and live to tell the day. <laughs> so. M's name for metapsychics is M. And according to Chaldean numerology, the name that you use in a business venture or your career, if it's different from your given name, will influence that direction or aspect of your life. So 
M goes by M for our business. And guess what M goes out to? I already told you it's nine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Some people might have forgotten like I did and ruined my buildup. Well, yeah, this man that's with me. Remember when I was telling you that nine is the step before the cycle comes to an end? Uh-huh. That's what he is equating this to as well. Our business? Well, me in the venture of my business, our, our business. Does mm. that make sense? So I am figuring out that I am a psychic medium. So <laughs> I am taking all of the information and I'm learning how to become, I don't know, how to like funnel it and be more focused with it and understand what it is. I feel like I'm doing the same thing with our business. It's adorable. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right. My name. So. <laughs> I mean, live or your full name? We're doing that. Mm, let's do live first. Okay. So my stage name is live, L-I-V. It's not L-I-V-E. People literally have done live? that before. Yeah, live. <laughs> Starbucks, I'm talking to you. Live. I literally thought it would be easier than Olivia because so many people spell Olivia wrong that I was like, I'll just tell people live. It's three letters. They can't get it wrong. I was wrong about them being wrong. Live. <laughs> so stage name comes out to three plus one plus six, which is 10. And we already talked about 10. 10 is the wheel of fortune. So uh, it's a favorable, num- favorable number. It's cute. It talks about the rise and fall of, you know, honor, faith, self-confidence, and uh, being a force of evil or a force of good. It's up to your decisions. And I think with our business especially, it has helped a lot with my uh, self-esteem, self-confidence. Confidence. Everything, honestly. Because for the longest time, I've, I've always been a psychic medium, but I have not outwardly and confidently told people like you could in casual conversation, I talk to dead people. Do you remember telling me when you were a psychic medium? No, do you? I know no. you do. I don't remember. Hmm. Because it's one of those things, it's like normal It would have been in me. college. I don't know. I think you were like the third person I ever told. <laughs> and now we have a business. And now I tell everybody and thousands of people on the internet, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Interesting. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Well, it was sometime during college because she, shoot, who shall not be named was a part of it, right? I feel like I knew that you were a psychic medium before that person. Yeah, well, I think I shared it with you first and then you told me, oh, yeah, it's no big deal because this other person that I know is the same thing. And I was like, what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. College was a fever dream. Anyways, so 10, you know, likelihood of achieving a name and honor in life. Sounds great. I'm about it. My actual name, Olivia, comes out to the number 19. And then my last name comes out to the number 21. So 19 plus 21 is 40, and 4 plus 0 is 4. I don't know why I put 4 plus 0 equals (laughs) 5. You can tell I was tired. (laughs) Oh, God. Future past Olivia. I'm sorry. Future past Olivia. Whoever that is. Is future past just the present? Anyways. Does time exist? No. (laughs) It does not. Unless you're taking a test or you have to pee, then it feels very bone-crushingly realistic. Is this desk in front of us real? Well, the electrons within my particle existence tell me that the repulsion between itself and my 
body is strong enough to equate to the neural transmission of me feeling like it's real, so. Well, what if that's just your brain thinking that it's there? Yeah, neural neural transmission. Yeah. Cognitive <laughs> understanding. Cognitive right. understanding. It says number four. Number Among four. all of the other numbers, number four individuals are the most disciplined people. So you have that as well? A number four? What is that equating to? My name is number four. Olivia? Mm-hmm. Weird. Well, it would be my first and last name right now. It's the most disciplined of people, which I think is weird. But let's see what 40 is. 40 says this number is very similar to the preceding one, which I think is like 37 or something, except that the person it represents is even more self-contacted, lonely, and isolated from his fellows. It is not a fortunate number from a worldly or material standpoint. Number 40 is a number of thoughtful deduction, retrospection, and mental superiority over one's fellows, but it seems to belong completely to the mental plane. The persons it represents are likely to pull all material things to one side, not because they have to, but because they wish to do so. For this reason, it is neither fortunate nor unfortunate, for either depends on the mental outlook of the person it represents. It can be all-powerful, but just as often indifferent according to the will or desire of the person. That sounds more accurate for you. <laughs> My uh, over-analytical ADHD mixed with childhood trauma and anxiety and depression to overthink everything and feel like I need to know everything at all possible standpoints in order to have a conductive and productive conversation within society and socially. You also have a very weird association with physical things. My Moldahar chakra, she says, is huge. Well, you feel like you have to settle for things because that's what you're supposed to have. However, you can have whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. My yeah. ability to overthink things is great. The one who says predestination isn't real, but also thinks you're supposed to do things. <laughs> Very confusing. Retrospection. <laughs> Welcome to my mind. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, the number 19, if we break down my name to just my first name, my first name is regarded as fortunate and extremely favorable. The number 19 symbolized as the sun is called the prince of heaven. It is a number promising happiness, success, esteem, and honor, and promises success in one's plan for the future. And I very much love my name. I honestly... Um, well, I have like really cute stories about how and why I was named. And when I was named in the 90s, Olivia was not a cool name. And it wasn't until like five, six years later that it started to become popular again. And now we got these people walking around with the name Olivia with A-L-I-V-I-A. And it just makes me think about all of the people that heard Olivia after I was born. Olivia. Thought that it was an A instead of an O because the person saying the name didn't enunciate Olivia because a lot of people just go, oh, their name's Olivia. And then they got the people with the A's. I'm sorry, I have a complex towards all of you and your parents. <laughs> people think that my name is spelled with an A. E M A L Y M Ali. M L A. Anyways, it's just wild to me. So I like that my, uh, you know, I'm also a sun sign and I like it. So if I didn't ever have a last name, that's great. But my last name's going to change soon if you guys don't know. So I did uh, my last name too. 
with my you mean well, my your future last name. My future last name, yes. But let's talk about my last name in and of itself without it being added to my first name, which is going to be twenty one. So twenty one. The number is symbolized by a picture of the universe, and it is also called the crown of the Magi, or Magi, M-A-G-I. I honestly don't know. It is a number of advancements, honors, elevation in life, and general success. It means victory after a long initiation of tests and determinations, and it is a fortunate number of promise if it appears in any connection with, with future events. So, 21 is our metapsychic's life number or compass number. Ah, <laughs> that's so cool. Uh-huh. Advancements, honors, and elevation in life and general success. Victory after a long test of initiation and determination. Weird. Literally starting a business is just being, uh, what is it? Um, what is it when they do like initiation tests or something? Hazing. <laughs> Sorry. No hazing, no kidding. I was in a sorority for a very short period of time. They used to say that. I was not, and if I was, I would... No hazing, no kidding. Not participate in that phrasing. I was in band. Band is all hazing. (laughs) Just so you know, (laughs) everything they tell you about band camp is true. Whatever that is, just always take it for fact. (laughs) Anyways, starting a business is universal hazing. It's what the universe does to you. Like, you really want to do this? You think you're fucking cool enough? Or it's capitalism hazing us <laughs> nah it's the universe capitalism is, is an aspect within our universe anyways yeah. so that's kind of cool but i guess 19 and 21 put together makes sadness so <laughs> whatever <laughs> well uh, it's really funny let's talk about my birth date number so this is going to be my life path number did we do yours yes okay what was it 26 and 8. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 26 was runs the danger of being hurt by close associations in life. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's your life number? It's something. Well, my life number is 24. So my higher self or soul's purpose is fortunate. It promises the assistance and association of those of rank and position with one's plans. It also denotes gain through love and the opposite sex. It is a favorable number when it comes out in relation to future events. I don't know. Maybe my 26 balances out your 24. Or we're doing I mean, this wrong. everything we do balances each other because we're twin flames. I guess so. Because I would be the one person that isn't going to, like, stab you that your 26 <laughs> tells you about. However, <laughs> what? 26, 2 plus 6 is 8. So if we take your number, your life number, and denote it down to 26 being 2 plus 6 is 8... Your life path number would be number eight, which is individuals are highly determined, ambitious, and money-minded. Yeah. But he told you it's both, so. Yep. Well, mine is going to be two plus four, which is six. So the number six, people are likely to keep to themselves, keep, sorry, number six, people like to keep themselves busy in important things in life. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't not sit because if I do, then the trauma comes out and it's scary. So if I just keep really busy and become exhausted and burnt out, then I just sleep through it. It's Depression. a trauma response. <laughs> <laughs> now, since my name is going to change, I did my numbers for my name. So Olivia is 19. My new last name, future last name, is going to be 36. And that equals 55, which doesn't exist. So... That's unfortunate. Uh, I did five plus five is ten. <laughs> ten, as we already talked about, 
is the Wheel of Fortune, which is really cool. You're achieving the likelihood of name and honor in life, and it's the Wheel of Fortune, confidence, and blah, 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 blah. If we just do the numbers by themselves, it's still 19, so it's extremely favorable. So my first name is The Sun, and uh, happiness, success, esteem, honor, and everything else for the future. Now, 21 for, sorry, it's not 21, 36 for my last name, my new last name. It says 36. This is a good number and is symbolized as the specter. It is a promise of authority, power, and command. It indicates the reward that will come from the productive intellect that the creative faculties have sown good seeds that will reap a harvest. A person with this command number in their back should carry out their own ideas and plans. It is a fortunate number if it appears in any connection with future events. So I think that's cute because it says you've sown good seeds that will reap a harvest. And one of the big things that I feel like my relationship with my fiance is that we've tried really hard to have a good foundation because we've grown together not apart and um i don't know i like it and that's his last name so do with that what you will now with all of that wumbo jumbo all numbers no matter the numerology derivation so whether it's chaldean pythagorean kabbalah tamil they have the same meanings All numbers in numerology have the same meaning. However, in Chaldean numerology, single numbers for a person are their outward characteristics and their compound or double numbers are a deeper metaphysical forces behind our name or birth date. And that's exciting. There you go. That's Chaldean numerology for you. If you're a Patreon, we have a patron live coming up, I think. No matter what time this podcast come out, We're going to have a live coming up for Patreon, and uh, we're going to do numerology things for it, and it'll be fun. And if it's already happened, it probably would have. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Welp, I'm telling you right now that we did a Patreon live (laughs) and did fun numerology with it, and uh, it was a good time. If you want to become a Patreon, the link's in the show notes. It's super cool, super fun. But uh, yeah, it's super fun. I'm just going to keep saying super cool and super fun until M pulls up the Patreon list. (laughs) We got it. You ready? Yeah. These are our patrons. Our first one. Savannah. Trinity. Avery. Cassandra. Anthony. Violet. Peyton. Verena. Allie. Mac. Autumn. Thias. Victoria. Jenny. Laurel. Brianna. Nate. Bradley. Sandy. Sandy. Sandy, you're not a towel. Bradley, you're a towel. Cherry. (laughs) Christina. Sushi. Anita. Katie. Charles. Jen. Holly. Krista. Flora. Flo. So Flo. Flo. Abby. (laughs) Sorry. Malake. (laughs) Cheese. I had a hard time with that. Sorry. Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. Guys, are you interested in a reading? We don't do numerology readings, but we do do psychic mediums. Do do. Do do. (laughs) Ah hee hee. Psychic medium readings, courtesy of moi, and M does a psychic medium tarot readings. And when I say psychic medium tarot readings, I mean both at the same time. It means that she's going to give me a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, we had a past podcast that came out where my mother was on, and it was the three mediums of the round table. Good luck editing that. I will. It's, gonna, it's two hours long I right now. I <laughs> need good luck. Um, but my mom was not understanding that M is a psychic medium who uses tarot cards. She was like... So you're a psychic that uses tarot cards. Well, I don't know that she didn't understand. I think that she was trying to 
play devil's advocate. Yeah, because she does that a lot. Well, if she wasn't trying. She was just being confusing. That's just poor existence is trying to make people see the other hand. Maybe. <laughs> At all me. times. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know you want this, but I'm also going to bash that to make sure that you want that. That's your mother. Interesting. So now you understand half of my trauma. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. What? Our next our next podcast, we're going to do um Amityville Horror. We're gonna do uh psychic mediums react to the story of the Amityville Horror House. Because you guys chose it on YouTube. And I'm not looking forward to it. So she has to do the research because she doesn't want to talk to the scary thing in there. Yeah, I'm dipping out of that one. It's not that scary. It's but, kind of equatable to um, the thing in the Lowry Mansion. Well, if you guys are new, we know that there are true crime and paranormal podcasts already out there. However, you show us a true crime or paranormal podcast where the actual people talking about the paranormal things are mediums and are not only going to tell you the like spoopy backstory and fun stuff of the paranormal haunted place, but actually talk to the things that other paranormal haunted podcast shows talk about but don't actually talk to you know it's fun i not well not for me i guess stress sweat smells worse than regular sweat degree will you please sponsor us or i don't know you said native yeah native is a deodorant brand that gets sponsored or sponsors youtubers dude every part of my orifice is sweat <laughs> <laughs> we talk to scary things but we do it, it for be you so funny to do for a paranormal deodorant sponsorship <laughs> <laughs> Just like during the scariest part, just just hold on. Here's a word from our sponsor. <laughs> if you're stress sweating like I am right now. <laughs> oh, God. So if you guys are interested in that content, make sure you subscribe, follow, or whatever you do with podcast things. And we'll see you guys in the next one. We are your meta sidekicks. Numbers. Talman? It's funny that I did numerology research because I failed or almost failed math class in sixth grade. Like, That's why your spirit guides wanted you to do it. You're also very bad at names. I think we went over this. <laughs> oh, it's funny. The universe has a sense of humor. Stop it! No. <laughs> no! Still going. You have to hit the stop button, not pause. Okay, for real this time. Stop. It's like hanging you're, up on your you're crush. You're gonna hit pause. <laughs> <laughs>